안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. Welcome to Four from On One podcast. This is episode ten. We have made it to ten podcasts. Geo, can you believe it? I'm stoked, man. This is so exciting. We have we released our first podcast only one month ago, and we've done ten. So if everyone listened to them all, go back and listen. You'll see how Geo's uh, getting better with his uh, editing of our sound. And we always bring out interesting topics. Hakjun, how you enjoyed the last month? Uh, last month was great. I mean, like this little thing we have is growing up, and I feel so like being a father. Mm. <laughs> My little baby is growing up. Oh, soon you're gonna be so grandpa. Awesome. When you start showing people around Seoul, you're gonna be grandpa. Grandpa, oh, I will be. I will be the old wise grandpa who knows mm-hmm. everything and teach you everything in Korea. Very knowledgeable. And G- Gio, do you want to go through how did we go in our first month? Let's let people behind the scenes. Yeah, so I'm more of a stats kind of guy. So we have well over 300 downloads. Woohoo! Um, we've hit seven countries, and we have 13 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I think that's not too shabby. Those 300, I, I looked up an average and our goal was for 140 downloads in the first month and we doubled it. So that was pretty yeah. good. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. A lot of our demographics from Korea, Australia, uh, USA, and I think we got some Germany. Yeah, UK, we got Germany, in- India, Peru, and Argentina. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for listening. It's been awesome. Uh, Hokjun. We just released our, we're a bit behind on YouTube with our podcast. We're just sort of making sure we do them pretty good. Um, we released episode number five and it's you walking around Seoul. Do you explain what you did that day? I was trying to hike the mountain named Inangsan, uh, yep. which is right right next to the uh, Gyeongbokgung Palace. And it is not actually very far from my place. So uh, I walked through HBC area to the uh, Seoul City Hall and then... I routed Gyeongbokgung Palace and I went to the Inongsan. And that day, the weather was so so great. Yeah, it looks when beautiful. I came, yeah, when I came up top on that mountain, oh man, ah, I should have brought you guys today. It was a breathtaking view, that's for sure. Yeah, Gorgeous. so look at episode five. It's just around the city, the palace. You can see I did all the little titles of places and some info. Um, it's a great podcast too. It's about our bucket list and traveling. So suited it well. But number six, definitely look out for that one. Please subscribe. The view is amazing for podcast number yeah. six. We'll have Hakjun hiking up the top of the mountain. I want to do that hike this weekend if I can do it with my arm. I want to do it that weekend. It looks amazing. Boy, so t- going on this theme, we thought we were going to do some day trips. We're all based near Seoul. So a lot of these day trips might be around Seoul, but we're going to try to get a bit more experimental with that as well. Gio has a car, so he drives around a lot more, so he can do some family trips and road trips. Me, I only use public transport and buses and trains. And Hakjun, what about you, buddy? How do you get around these days? I used to have a company car, but um, don't yeah. have a car now. You used to so bike I ride just, too, yeah? Not bike ride, like motorcycle, yeah. Yeah, that's true, but um, it's kind of like known secret to everyone around me. <laughs> uh, cut that. <laughs> nah, it's all right. <laughs> nah, nah, just joking. Only for my mom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Gio, do you want to start us off? What's number one? What's a great day trip, whether in the car or what, what do you got for us? So when the weather's nice and beautiful, my family and I like to ride out to Nami Island. 
Um, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this in previous episodes, especially when I talked about having like staycations. Um, Nami Island is only about maybe an hour, just over an hour and a half from Ilsan. And it's actually located in Gapyeong, right along this river. It's actually like a, a moon-shaped island, and it's pretty famous for its attractions. They have actually filmed a couple of movies and K-dramas there probably about two decades ago. Um, a lot of tourists flock the place. There actually is a little resort on the island that my family and I stayed at. And it's just wonderful because at night, it's like super quiet. You can just walk the island all around, all to yourself. They have a bunch of nature, a couple of wild animals, deer and peacocks and such. And in the morning, when everybody's still sleeping, maybe during sunrise, we like to go for a nice walk around the island and kind of just have our masks off and breathe in the fresh air. And it's just a breathtaking view, just completely serene and quiet, especially for families. Yeah, like I haven't been, but um, as someone that doesn't have a car, there's a lot of these tour groups that I've mentioned in previous podcasts. A lot of them do day trips out to Nami Island. There is a bit of public transport, but uh, you want to get out there quite early, I believe. So enjoy the day and i believe nami island's great for seeing the different seasons yeah like mm -hmm. autumn looks and fall looks beautiful winter summer yeah yeah every time i went it was always during the summertime but i've yeah. seen photos of other places and they're just just gorgeous like you said the, the falls and the winter seasons are probably, probably one of the better seasons to go and there's accommodation out there do you do you stay there overnight do you I've only just did it the once uh, last summer. Um, a couple of years before, I would just go take the ferry over, take a couple of photos, just leave. Uh, because on the outside of the island surrounding it, again, they have a bunch of attractions. They have like bungee jumping. They actually have like yeah. a zip line like, to the actual island itself if you want to do that. A bunch of cafes, seafood restaurants. Everything's near the area. So that's Nami Island. We might Nami Island. The description. That's somewhere I, I definitely want to go. I've planned to go there a few times, but I just haven't got there. Mm -hmm. Jun, do you have a place that a good day trip for you? Well, um, I don't have a car right now, but um, I think I can use KTX to yep. go everywhere in Korea, yep. especially. So I really like Jeonju City. Mm, me too. Yeah. yeah, tell them about Jeonju. Yeah, I I think um, uh, you mentioned about like Jeonju and like Hanok villages in Jeonju before. Yep. But um, there is really, really great alley, Golmok in Jeonju. There's a lot of makgeolli places there. And if you order a bucket of makgeolli, and then your... Bucket? Yeah, a bucket. A bucket? A bucket? Ooh, wow. yeah, it's a bucket of makgeolli. It's, uh, it's like uh, three bottles. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't threaten me with a good time. Um, so they will uh, bring the uh, pot. So um, three bottles inside that pot, and then we can share that. And one really, really great thing is that you are not going to order a single food there. Right. Because the like basic anju or banchan, the side dishes, 30 or 40 dishes will come along with that bucket. Oh, wow. Oh. So they keep you fed, yeah? keep you drinking. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I totally recommend Jeonju. Like I used to live in Daejeon. So Jeonju is one of the major cities south of Daejeon. I think it was only 40 minutes in the, on the KTX from Daejeon. Yeah. From Seoul, how far would Jeonju be? I think it's around like one and a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. I totally recommend this trip. Even we said it, you can do it in a day trip. You can spend yeah. probably half a day in the Hanok village and do all this other stuff. But I recommend get a Hanok house and stay the night, especially you got a girlfriend or something. It's very romantic and um, stay the night there. Yeah. My first one is in my town. I live just before Namyang. It's called Gwangmyeon, and it's Gwangmyeon Cave. 
And I had quick research to see how long it would take from Seoul Station. Public transport, it would take between 50 minutes and one hour. Um, this cave is in Gwangmyeon. Uh, you would have to get train and bus. And it's just a massive cave in the mountain. <laughs> they sort of turned it into an amusement park. They used to mine minerals out of it. I can't remember what type of minerals they mined. But uh, yeah, they turned it into a bit of an amusement park. Um, still very well done. Very interesting. You could go there any season. If it's raining, it's great because it's sheltered. It can be a bit chilly. I think I went there in July and August because the cave is very, uh, one. what's it called? One temperature? Like what's that called? Like stable temperature that mm-hmm. in, in winter might be a little bit more chillier down there. But so wear it, take a jacket maybe in winter or spring or fall. But yeah, totally recommend that. They've even got like a little uh, haunted section where you pay like a dollar or something and they try to scare the crap out of you. And I think uh, when we went, there was a wine section, but they had that shut down because of Corona. But um, yeah, totally recommend it for a bit of a day trip. Uh, There's a lot of information there. So if you're Korean, uh, if you haven't gone, most of it's in Korean. So as a foreigner, I couldn't quite understand all, but I got the gist of it. Yeah, it's really good. I recommend this one. Geo number two, have you got another one? Yes, this one is west of where I live. It's in the city of Paju or the Gimpo area. It's called Taesan, Taesan Family Park. And this is actually maybe about 30, 40 minutes from us driving, of course. And it's just like a little park area. It's got a little like a couple of playgrounds, sandboxes, kind of like different themed places, a big lawn for many families to like play games, throw catch balls, play soccer, you name it. They have like these little, not stations, but you know, like those little like wooden boarded areas where people kind of sit on the either have like picnics or the Halimunis, Harapajis will just like pass out on. So it's like a little park there and heading further up the trail, they have like this little Creek and little tiny mini waterfalls that kind of head down towards the family park, but there are a bunch of like little mini campsites. You see a lot of people like setting up camps there, especially during the summertime, just for like the shade. And they'll have like little picnics on the inside or they'll read books and kind of just relax. And it's just a whole bunch of fun um, outdoor experience um catching bugs or just kind of just soaking in the sun having like water gun fights uh when we went to visit we met some family friends of ours and they brought their kids and we just ordered chicken and beer and just had yeah. a little picnic you drive pretty much everywhere you go yeah so yes. do you want to explain everyone what, what it's like driving to different cities and places like the traffic um is it easy yeah to drive so the thing in korea is Whenever, you know, when we have vacation, so do the other millions of people, right? So every summer vacation, like every foreign person, everybody else is hitting the roads at the same time. So you just have really come down to planning. I know sometimes we leave as early as maybe 6 a.m. some mornings, if it's a vacation or a solal or something like that. Otherwise, if you're heading like away from Seoul, I avoid that at all costs because you're just looking to add on another 45 minutes to an hour. But if you're heading further like south towards like Kangwado or something, then it's not so bad. It just depends yeah. the time of day you're leaving. That's when you'll, you'll face congestion. So unlike America or Australia, Korea is not the biggest country in the world. So It isn't. Mm-hmm. Do you know how long would it, would it take from Seoul to, say, Busan? Seoul's like the northwest side. And yes. Seoul's the southeast side, so it's probably opposite side of the country. Do you know how long that would take to drive? Maybe. Yeah, I've done it before. It, was, it took us about maybe six, seven hours. Six, what? seven hours. Yeah. Uh, about six, seven good, hours. That's a good run. That time we actually left in the middle of the night and it was probably maybe yeah. about five hours, probably on average. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's probably one of the longest drives you can do. But uh, what about Gangwon? How long does it take you to drive to Sokcho, Gangwon area? That's from Seoul, 
west side and east side of Korea. How long would that take you? So that took us about, I want to say three to four hours. But then again, we left early that morning during our summer so vacation. It's durable in a day, but probably more a weekend thing. These yeah, we yeah. always try to leave on a weekday. Never on a weekend. If I know I'm going to leave on a weekend, I will leave Saturday instead of Sunday just to beat the rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, I do have my driver's license. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe another way, how to get your driver's license. But I haven't bothered to get a car yet. Uh, Sokcho is on the East Coast, but there are some beaches on the West Coast. They're not as beautiful as the East Coast beaches, but Incheon has some beaches called Yuwangi Beach and Wangsan Beach, and there are a few others out there. I did a quick look. Two hours can get you to these beaches. If you're willing to pay a bit of money for a taxi, you can get there way faster. On the island where the airport is, the buses aren't as regular, like maybe one every hour, so you could be unlucky. But if you're willing to uh, dish out a bit of money for a taxi, you could get there probably within an hour. Again, they're not the greatest beaches, but if you want to just have a swim, feel some sand. When I went there this year, uh, I was with the only foreigner and everyone's wearing masks in the ocean and... Unfortunately, we went there when the tide was really pushed out and I've never seen the tide so far out. So mm-hmm. we had to walk out a bit to have a bit of swim. But when the tide came back in, it actually looked really nice. It looked really mm-hmm. good. Not so muddy, not so rocky. And the Yuwangi Beach, I think that's the more popular one, the more common. I can see this place rocking when there's no more coronavirus, like all the bars and restaurants on the beach. And we went there actually for Korea independence day i think it was so there was okay. people releasing fireworks and stuff like that so i could see this place being a great place when party is back yeah yeah so, the yeah. is very famous for like uh like young guys go out there and then you know meet everybody and then yeah. you know mingle around yeah that's the uh like great place to see your new people yeah. nice what about you Hakjun? have you got another one well, I'm going to promote my uh, hometown, Daegu. Nice. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Well, Daegu is very um very hot. If you traveling in winter time, then uh, Daegu is probably uh, not that chilly place to go around and look around. One really unique thing in Daegu is uh, Kim Gwangseok Street. Uh, his He's a he's a beloved singer. He passed away like uh, twenty uh, years ago. Yeah, I think uh, I did but that um, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of Korean people and some like Americans love this person, and uh, especially he wrote some songs with poem like lyrics. So mm-hmm. it is great, and his voice is very um very gentle. So. I really recommend you guys to uh, listen to his songs. And, you know, if you have a time, uh, let me guide you guys there. You know, it's a great place. And then you can you can hear his song all over this street. And around that street, there's a like really, really unique shops and restaurants. It's a great place to have a, you know, guy date. And if you go by KTX, it's bit like halfway so if you don't want to do the ktx all the way to busan or especially the slower train you could stop at daejeon my old city or daegu and do a bit of an overnight there and break it up a bit if you want to if you have the time but yeah daegu is great and um maybe we'll put that singer's name in our description if you want to check out his music but yeah that's a good place yeah uh so geo do you have a third 
I do. So this one is actually probably one of my personal favorites. I addressed this one before. It's Walmido. Uh, Walmido mm-hmm. is just this little tiny island um, off the coast of Incheon. It's actually where I actually looked it up. It's actually where the uh, they had the Incheon landings during the Korean War in 1950. It was right there after they bombarded it um, from the North Koreans. Um, but aside from that history lesson, uh, Walmido actually offers a lot of things. Seafood being one of them since it's literally right there off the coast. Right next to it, I know I addressed going to Chinatown before, but what I didn't know that was that not only was it the only kind of official Chinatown, it was established in 1884, and it has some buildings that are still kind of preserved to this day. They have like like a Chinese theater, like an art, a performance arts center. And then right next to Chinatown is actually what they refer to as Japantown. So they're kind of like right next to each other. So there's like this really? little, mm-hmm, there's this little, um, not a corridor, but there's this little pathway where you see these like set of stairs. Um, so if you're looking directly at them on the left-hand side is all of the Chinatown. So you can see like all like the structures, just the complete differences. And on the right is Japantown and it's just yeah. completely different. So it's like walking from like modern day. Have you been to Japan before? No, no, I haven't. Oh, been, okay. No. It kind of reminded me like the Geisha district off like yeah. near, near Kyoto, like on the right-hand side. And the rest was just, you know, like your average Chinatown. But it's, yeah, it's a very, very fun place to check out. Very good place. It has like souvenirs, stores to take your family. Um, so we'll definitely be hitting that up probably at uh, maybe at the end of this month. I'll probably take my girls there. Mm, that sounds good. Great. I want to try yeah. that one too, actually. You guys bring up good ideas. I want to do these. Hak Jun, have you got your last one, third one? Um, especially in the winter time, I really like to go to the uh, hot springs. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's a little bit different from like Australia or American hot spring. It's not like outside in the uh, in the nature. But um, if you drilled in and then you found out the uh, hot springs, then you know in Korea we make a like resort or hotel. To enjoy this uh, hot springs, so there's a there's a really uh, great place uh, near in Cheonan, which will take forty minutes with KTX. There's a place named Dogo Oncheon, Dogo Hot Springs. It is one of the four major hot springs in entire Asia, and wow. the, yeah, the water quality is very great. Uh, it has this um, great variety of uh, hot springs. So you can enjoy everything. So Dogo is kind of like Oncheon complex. So if you find one, uh, I, I, as far as I know, there's a two uh, different hotels that has like individual uh, small hot spring in your hotel room. So you can enjoy it. And even though you're not staying in the hotel, you can rent a room like four to eight hours. So uh, you can go to this hot spring and then enjoy your day and then mm-hmm. come back to Seoul. Nice. That's, that's nice that they do that. Cause sometimes that's all you need. You don't need to be, you know, a whole day for that. Yeah. I would like to place like that just for a few hours, just to rest. And how much would a few hours cost? Uh, like three to five man one. So like 50 us dollars. So it's not that ripping off your wallet Still or something. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I, I, I haven't tried that one either. I got to try that one. And my last one, I actually put uh, went to one of our podcasts on YouTube is the Suwon Fortress or Hasong Fortress. I don't know if I pronounced that's the second one right. But the fortress in Suwon, uh, again, you could get there maybe by an hour from Seoul Station. So it's down south in Suwon. 
and it is a great fortress. It's huge. Like uh, I put how far it was on the YouTube channel, but maybe four or five kilometers to the perimeter. Um, so what you can do where the bus drops you off, start walking, take a coffee, and then halfway or a bit past halfway is the old town. And that's where it's a great place to have some lunch and to see the markets and do some shopping. I think there's also a temple down there as well. And then definitely go up to the peak of the mountain where the wall is um, to get a good view of the city and the fortress. But totally recommend this trip. Uh, it was a good, good day trip for sure. You can do it in the day for sure. And um, yeah. Anything else, boys? No, I mean, we've hit them all. Um, if I could just briefly just talk about Sokcho since we brought up uh, Kangneung. Uh, yeah. We went here last summer for our summer vacation. It's probably one of my favorite destinations. It's got Soraksan. Again, I just want to address, I'm not a nature guy. Like, uh, I don't mind camping. I just won't go out of my way to do it. But Soraksan National Park is probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever visited. As far as like mountain ranges, I haven't been to many, but that's the one I keep going back to because of its stunning views. And I love taking that little lift all the way up there because there's no way in hell my ass is going to hike all the way up there um, on foot. But not only that, they have this gorgeous uh, Buddhist temple right at the base of the mountain as well with this towering Buddha statue that I make sure to pay homage to every single time that I go. Um, just near there, they also have in Sokcho itself, if you if you don't want to be a beach bum all day, there's this little this little community called Abaimal, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And from what I understand is that it's... I don't know if it derives from like, like North Korea or it's like a North Korean community, like their food and... Mm. I don't know, but they offer like sorts of food. So they have like this abalimal sundae and it's my favorite. It's like like my mm. favorite little treat when I go and they have like this great big um, famous like seafood market that we'd like to visit and just get completely lost in. It kind of reminded me when we went to that uh, market just a few weeks ago, yeah. that, that kind of atmosphere. So definitely my go-to during uh, summer and fall vacations. Yeah, like if you like seafood, Korea is really great to come for seafood. It's a lot cheaper than Australia, probably the mm. States, but. And what about some hidden gems in Seoul, Gio? I know you got some interesting ones. Yeah, Olympic Park. Olympia Park. I've been there. It's a good one. Yep, it's go check good. it out. The walk around the park is beautiful. Anything yeah. else? Well, in Olympic Park, there is a very, very uh, signature tree called Lawn Tree. There's, okay. a, yeah. there's a like really big uh, field and there's one uh, tree there. It's, uh, it's very iconic oh. in Olympic Park. Yeah. I actually went there to see the Squid Game girl. You <laughs> she were. was based there. <laughs> the you, doll. She yeah. Was there? yeah, she was there. That's why I went out there. And Hakchen, any hidden gems that you want to mention? Uh, I really recommend you uh, about the uh, Gwangjin Bridge 8th Street. It's yeah. uh, Palbonga, it's 8th Street. Uh, it, is, it, it is really literally a hidden gem. Yeah. Uh, there is a there is a little uh, small concert place made out of glass. It is placed right under the Gwangjin Bridge. Gwangjin. So a, yeah, uh, there is a bridge uh, near to Cheonho area. Yeah, uh, there's a big bridge on Han River. Yep, and the uh, Gwangjin Bridge Eight Street is attached under the bridge so mm. it's very unique and you can see directly the uh the waters oh nice when you step oh, cool. on there yeah that's beautiful it is yes. beautiful. maybe we'll get that one in the description because i don't know that one either so we'll put that one in the description so people can find it any other hidden gems boys 
Uh, there is a Seoul forest uh, yeah. near in Songsu area. Yeah. Uh, it is one of the uh, biggest city park in Korea, and they have uh, like almost wildlife deers there. So you can feed them uh, behind the fence. So uh, yeah. it is great experience. I think uh, Giovanni can take the girls out there and <laughs> enjoy the day. I'm sure Sophie would like that feeding the feed deer. Feed the deer? Oh yeah, yeah, she loves feeding animals. We take her to petting zoos. When we can. Mm-hmm. That would be a good place for fall or soon. The blossom season will come out soon. That's yeah? right. Cherry blossoms. Yeah. 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 And then, Hokjun, all us boys play baseball, but I know me and you love the KBO. Geo, you're sort of not as into it, are you? I mean, uh, if Kim is no. playing, I'll watch. I'm, I'm not <laughs> a diehard really fan, nice, but you know. Just day trips, especially hopefully this season isn't affected by coronavirus. Um, going down to these cities because Korea is so small, you can go to some of these road trips and go to different stadiums. So I'd love to go down to Daejeon with Hak Jun and go to yeah, a game and awesome. show him some places that I loved in Daejeon. The Suwon team, there's the Daegu team. Um, there is a team for some, maybe that's pushing our length. But uh, yeah, go on a trip with uh, and watch some baseball. Day games seem to be very, I don't know how, what it's like, console the stadiums a lot bigger. So you don't have to stress too much about buying tickets. In Dijon, a two o'clock game usually sold out even when they weren't performing that well because you get to go to the game and you get to go out afterwards and all that sort of stuff. And obviously people can travel to and from. So, Okjun, you were telling me a bit of a story what people try to do with going to all these stadiums, yeah? It's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like, yeah, challenge or kind of like a bucket list. If you're uh, really a KBO fan, then uh, this this little thing we call baseball stadium trip. Mm. Baseball is basically play every day, yeah, uh, like except Monday, actually. Now you can see uh, all the games in all around the cities, and with the KTX, you can you can go like from from Seoul to Busan in like two and a half hour. So it can be a day trip. Yeah. So after work, you take a, a KTX down to Busan and watch the game and come back to Seoul. It is possible. Mm-hmm. So a lot of uh, KVO fans doing the trip. So you go Seoul, Daegu, and Busan, Changwon, uh, Gwangju, Daejeon, Suwon. So you will see all the stadiums and enjoy this uh, little bit of perks of each stadiums. And then mm-hmm. you can enjoy your yep. team and yep. you can share your team in the opponent team's uh, home stadium. Yeah. It's and then you get to visit first. towns, different food from different towns. Again, we said before, you don't have to be a baseball fan to go to a baseball game here in Korea. The atmosphere, when it's done properly, when there's no restrictions, is amazing. Yeah. Um, the cheering and the chanting, the cheerleaders, the song. Every player's got a song, so there's always people singing. You By the end of the seventh, eighth innings, you're learning. You know the dance for the each player. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, me and, I'm sure me and Hock Jun and Gio maybe will get dragged on to another podcast about baseball. I think the season starts in March. Is that right, Hock Jun? Yeah, the preseason starts in March and the uh, actual season will start in first day of April. All right, so we'll try to get um, a pod about KBO and start doing some predictions before then. All right, boys, we've been killing it with word of the days. Um, I've done some ones about the Olympics and China. Gio, do you know what China 
is in Korean. Jungkook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, that's that's one with because I'm doing all these weather days with the GK sound. Like some people like Kimbap or Kim. Some people do it with a K, or some people do it with a G. Like it seems oh, to be fifty-fifty yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've always done Kimbap with a K, but I see people do it with a G or same with what you're saying with um China, like that good sound sort of yeah. halfway in the middle yeah 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 okay. <laughs> so last night so we also i started just putting some cities on where the days they sound exactly how we say it soul soul but it's important to start reading some of these cities because some of the buses the trains are pretty good with english but the buses don't show you the english so you need to know what it looks like to make sure you go on the right bus the intercity buses yeah i'm sure if you ask they can show you the right way but uh, it's pretty good to learn Seoul in Korean. So have a look at that on Word of Day. I'm sure we might do Daegu, Busan, the major cities. So keep an eye out for that. Any other words we should learn, Hakjun, to do with traveling? What's travel in Korean? Travel in Korea is Yoheng. Yoheng. Yeah. What about yoheng. road trip? I want to go on a road trip with you boys. What's road trip? You will go like Chadongcha <laughs> Yoheng. Chadongcha Yoheng. Yeah, it's a car trip. It's a road trip. It's a, like driving car and see around, right? So it's a different type of thing. Maybe I'll have to hire a car because G is going to be busy. Soon. So I'll have to hire a car. I won't have any uh, space in the back seat. They're, they're filling up quickly with car seats. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll have to learn how to drive. Uh, I know how to drive, but hire a car. Oh, I don't think I'm going to buy a car, but hire a car. So we'll see what happens. Uh, G, anything else to say with all our socials and stuff? Well, gosh, now that we got our website back, I don't know if we were in a timeout or anything, but um, <laughs> if you were experiencing some technical difficulties, we apologize. It's all solved. Um, so if you're able to access it, I actually added a couple photos of us and our beautiful faces. So you can match our voices with our face anytime you want. And then other than that, our Instagram is still running and we are updating YouTube on a weekly basis. Yeah. So, yeah, this is just our first month. Thank you for listening. We're always trying to prove like we are broadcasting from three different locations. So we can't, we haven't worked out how to fix the transformer voice sometimes, but we're working on it. But even with Korean internet, we can't solve that one yet. But uh, boys, it's been a pleasure. Please go out and travel when you can. Please uh, go explore Korea. Hakjun, what should we do? We should hire a car. Yeah. And let's drive how you can drive. Let's yeah. see. Let's see how you can drive. It's on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, oh, whatever. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, you will go some wrong ways. Yeah, everyone like I know Gia does it, and everyone that I've been in a car with from baseball, everyone drives with the Google Maps or that not Google Maps, Navia Maps or Neighbor Maps, Neighbor Maps, and Kakao, mm-hmm. whatever, because you get lost very easy. <laughs> well, uh, how would you rate me as a driver here? You're do good, I lose my you... cool? No, I'm okay. Uh, you do say some naughty words sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called road rage. How do you say road rage? Yeah. How do you say that? Oh, well, we don't have like actual word for road rage. Oh, system. okay. Honk, honk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. It's been a pleasure. Number 10. Can we make it to number 20? Here's to yeah, 10 sure. more, boys. Here's to 10 more. All right. Thank you. And Thanks for listening. see you next time. See you next time. Goodbye.